Okay, traders, investors, this is JD coming to you Friday, Friday the 13th, March 13th, 2020. Uh, wishing to have just a happy birthday to my wife, wonderful wife. Um, guys, I'm coming to you from El Paso, Texas. I'm returning from spring training from Phoenix, Arizona, headed back to the, you know, North Texas. And coronavirus is uh, making its way around the world actually so just prayers out to all who have been affected and let's just hang tough but i want to talk to you guys today quickly not quickly but talk about the markets and this message goes out to the buy the dip brigade uh i mean i love the i love buying a dip but i prefer buying dips in uh in bull trends or a bull channel or just a bull market because buying a dip in a, in a strong, newly established bear market um, is basically averaging down. Now, with the caveat, guys, if you're buying with a long-term perspective, truly that's part of your trading plan or your investment strategy, a long-term 5, 10, 15, 20, 30-year window well, that's a different story. You, you know, you're average. You might, you may be dollar cost averaging each pay period. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna uh, earmark this amount of funds to a, a, a blue chip stock or company that I am really uh, a fan of. Even though it's in a downward trend, I like the, I like the dividend yield, and I am more than willing to accept the rips and dips and the haircuts that it takes over the next five years. I'll, I'll reallocate funds if necessary. I'm going to check my portfolio monthly and the panic sale of, of this current, I guess, market cycle is not going to uh, spook me. Now, that's a different story about buying that dip. That's not buying. The, well, it's buying a pullback or it's buying just on a just a, on a steady schedule. Your, your dollar cost averaging. Uh, to build a position, build a core position. So the people who I see holler out by the dip, they're looking at it because everything appears discounted. But a discount is relative to just your perspective because who says that, that that's fair price or what fair price was? It might be discounted right now and fair price could still be another 15% lower. So think about that before you step into it and have your investment strategy uh, pretty much defined before you move forward into the buy the dip uh, I don't know I think it's a mania because right now if, if you don't buy this dip don't think you're gonna wake up tomorrow and the stock that's down 40% or like Boeing a stock that's down from its highs of, of 400 within the, what, five, eight months, give or take. I mean, it's been a year since the, uh, the tragedies, but since the grounding, but it's gone down to 150 from 400. So it's not going to run back up to all time highs that quickly. And I, and I know some, uh, I guess, market analysts and strategists who state that that market cycle or a return to, um, you know, your all-time highs or your 52-week highs 
once you lose a, uh, a significant percentage of your value, I think that takes what it, I think they said maybe one and a half to three years. And it's not, let's say this, this has been a, like a parabolic sell-off within the market. And basically it, it just when it tumbles straight down at a 90 degree angle, almost, it doesn't return to uh, prominence. Most, most equities or index funds, anything, they don't return straight back. It's not a linear move in most cases. Now, there may be a bounce here or there. Fed will inject uh, the funds, the billions that are trillions, actually, into the, uh, what are we looking at? The treasuries, credit market, they might uh, bail out uh, a couple of the airlines, that kind of thing. But it's going to be a gradual return because we you, you run down exponentially faster than you go up. So this is healthy. It was needed. The market, yeah, people say, oh, it's being manipulated. Well, yeah, okay, man. But the market, they always say price does what price does. If, it, if it's manipulated by the hedge funds, dark pools or whatever, that's where price is going. It's going because it's going there. Uh, and so if you know it's being manipulated and you have all this information, make the adjustment and react to it. Next step, guys, if you're in a long-term position or if you're in your, uh, your uh, what is it, employer-related employer related funds or 401k, 503b, uh, Roth IRAs, and you had moved your money into a, a stable account, stable fund, or bonds or anything like that, and you're taking that significant drawdown on your uh, the value, Go ahead and panic, run outside, holler, scream, whatever, cuss, do whatever you do, and then refocus and try to make a decision on what the next moves are. Because if you're in that 401k or that uh, or that long-term investment, the retirement account, if you're in that for another 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you got to go ahead and double down. Go ahead and get into, you know look reallocate if necessary but my biggest mistake was uh i think i was 20 21 and i started uh saving up uh, for my son's college had been saving a couple of years and and had a nice amount set aside and kept going and going and finally uh the internet you know boom had hit i had intel shares to myself you know and uh they split and split again. I had the warrants. They split and I bought. <clears throat> I ended up cashing out when it, at the peak on Intel, paying off student loans, what little I had. And um, I just had, had my son's account ready, you know, just college fund. Boom. The bubble pops. The drawdown of my account. I go crazy. I'm not crazy, but I'm, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is this is terrible. I was in the T-Row price probably an equity index 500 i wanted just to, you know just something that was a that could pace the market stay with it and it popped and when it lost all that i guess the um, value i didn't have anyone to kind of guide me at that time and i i think i i basically cashed out and just said you know that, that sucks and i was angry and pissed and this and that fast stayed in that that fund 
I think within the next two to three years, it had come back around and, re- and probably gone up threefold, three or four times, you know, and it would have been just, it was a lesson learned at that age. So right now you're just, you have only lost value and it may be significant and it may, t- it may take a, a several years to recoup it, but you can double down, triple down right now. If you're going into, once you get some advice on like which funds that you're going with, whether it's a total market fund, whether it's a, you know, the S&P 500 fund, the NASDAQ, they, they have kind of look at your portfolio, look at your prospectus uh, layout and maybe get some advice because uh, there's some fund managers or, or I guess uh, you can contact the uh, broker brokerage company or um, the investment um the help desk basically and kind of see get a little idea some things here and there and just do your research and decide but what you don't want to do is cash out now if you're within five couple of years of retirement the the best route man it's just uh, oh my goodness prayer and then i'm i'm an options trader i love trying to create income um i would study options because you don't have the time before retirement to let the let that market cycle run its course to recoup all of your losses and exponentially add to it but if you study the options layout and possibly team up with a really good a guru who's really in the market um, there might be a chance for you to create a little bit of income to hedge your position and that's that's what options actually are are for you know uh a lot of the big fund managers or great investors they hedge they hedge themselves they hedge their positions uh i can't remember who was talking it may have been icon but said he had been hedged against the market for over three years preparing for this pullback preparing for this this drawdown and I mean, the coronavirus was just, uh, it's basically the straw that broke the camel's back because everything was set up. The overbought status, the, uh, you know, just things were set up and it was going to be something that caused the event. You know, the black swan years ago, it was, uh, they thought it was going to be Brexit, you know, and then they thought it was going to be President Trump's inauguration. If you look the night before, uh, after he was, I guess, uh, won the election, I think the futures were down maybe 700 points at one time. And the next day, they the, the market popped and it, and it went back in that bull trend that it's been on. And uh, now we're seeing some, some historical price action to the downside and also the, the pops. And the pops are really, to me, dead cat bounces. I don't, now, the Fed might infuse these dead cat bounces with the with, with the with the capital, uh, just just a strong infusion of capital to make the markets, you know, uh, just adding liquidity to the markets, and that might give that dead cat a little fuel, and it might seem like it's alive, man. But I, I really think uh, if you're gonna look at trading and you're and you're going long term. You go with your blue chips, you know, I mean, of course, 
I like the semis for, for this is the long-term side as a long-term buy and hold 10, 15 year program. I look at Microsoft. I, then I look at uh, my, my daughter and son are big AM. Well, my son flipped out of it, but daughter still, she's a big holder of AMD from $4, both of them. Uh, I'm a fan of NVIDIA. Of course, I'm a fan of McDonald's. I'm thinking of these blue chips that, that have history, have a good dividend. I was a fan of Boeing. I still think Boeing is unwinding a lot of the stuff that the skeletons that were in the closet. And you're going to have to basically lance the boil, the final boil. And there's a few uh, areas that need to be kind of scrubbed out. So I think there's still some weakness in that price. I think uh, I say 112 uh, very soon. So anyway, um, next going long on the on the alongside fan of Netflix, fan of Disney. I'm a fan of the cloud uh, security. I like CrowdStrike. I like uh, ticker symbol Net NET. Um, I like AI. Uh, I think iRobot was one that I looked at. Um, Tesla, if you could handle it, that you just if you got it by, you just, it's almost like you have to buy and buy and then just walk away and just let it go back down, go back up, go back, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm also a fan of um, Virgin Galactic Space. That That's just my, I'm a dreamer. So SPCE is back down to almost the levels of right after the IPO. So I think it's getting close to 12. That's a buy for me at that level. Uh, let's see what else I'm looking at. Lockheed Martin. Um, don't know about, I mean, not sure about Roku, but those sec, I'm, I'm big on the sectors, you know, Apple, of course, long-term fan of Apple and it, that, and it has come back down almost to fair value in my mind. It, the, it's an, it's attractive if I'm looking long-term to buy and hold, you know, but I'm willing to accept that it still could go lower. Any of these bond holds, uh, Disney's going to have some weakness right now because of the coronavirus, but I think that's short term and I think they have another moat that's streaming services because I mean their parks are closed, but they still have revenue coming in. So the drawback on Disney, but they have a they have earnings, they have his, they have brand recognition and uh that that's how it goes with that. I'm trying to think of the uh, plug power, man. I'm kind of trying to get a feel for that. I, li- I like the technology um, and it's cheap and it's, you know, it's it's kind of ahead of the game. I'm a Bitcoin fan. Bitcoin's trying to come on back down to the uh, the June lows of like 2020 jeez, 2016, 2017 or whatever. When I, we got in at maybe 3,200, 1,800 uh and when it just kept going, and that's when Coinbase would take a week to put your uh, your deposit to work. Anyway, I'm, I'm not a, I'm, I don't buy a lot of Bitcoin right now. Mined it for for a, a couple of years, and, and kind of got it. You know, I'm hodling. Got a got a stash on a hard wallet, cold wallet, and in a cloud wallet as well. So uh, anyway, um, I'm a fan of uh, the, the commodities. Physical silver, physical gold, 
uh, that's just a little hedge. But let's go to the to the option side, and then we'll go to the downside, guys. Okay, looking to hedge a position. You buy, you, you know, you buy and hold. Uh, let's say I have a thousand shares of of Boeing, and, and I'm in it. Let's say I was in at three hundred, and that looked actually pretty good. Two seventy two, you know, looked pretty good. Ran up to four hundred. I'm, I'm, I'm happy guy. Tough situation happens with just the tragedy, and then the second tragedy, and then the the, the grounding and the sell off, the denial, congressional hearings, lawsuits that are pending, all that. Boom, boom, boom. It starts going down. Uh, a protective hedge. They call it a protective put. You hedge your position. So if you don't want to sell and and liquidate your position. You buy a put on that, and that gains value as the stock price decreases. You pull in that value, and it kind of cushions or softens the blow of, of losing, you know, a certain level of value. It's buying insurance. Now, if the stock price doesn't go down, hey, you lost that money, but you had insurance in place just in case. As you go, as you go into earnings. You know, because you're already long the stock, you buy the put to protect against a, a heavy drawdown. And if it draw, and if the drawdown comes, you cash out, get your money, and you've made some capital on top of your position. That that is the original, uh, basically, I say original. It, it, it's one of the strategies behind that the, the derivative, um, and basically the. the your option is tied to the stock. The stock is called the underlying. It's the underlying equity, the underlying whatever the contract is referring to. You know, so the put gives the the holder of that put contract the option to sell a hundred shares of XYZ stock, the underlying stock. I mean, it could be a XYZ could represent a hundred bells of, uh, of of bean cherries, of, of corn, wine, and oil, you know, um, cattle, that crude oil, you know. So the contract is tied to the, an underlying position. Um, so you buy that put and let's say Boeing is trading. <coughs> you buy Let's say you buy the, uh, we're going to go several months out. You want to buy time also. I'm kind of walking you through this. Uh, let's say today, let's say we're in March. You go with the June, a June 300 put. Going to be a little pricey, but it's the, the price you got in. And Boeing is at 177 right now. Let's say you wanted to sell. It gives you the option to sell your that, those hundred shares of stock at the price of three hundred dollars, rather than selling them at the price of the current price of one seventy-seven. So that's a deep in the money put, a deep in the money. That means you're already in equity. Like when you buy into uh, buy a home or flip a house, you walk into instant equity if you can find a motivated seller that gives you uh gets you in at sixty percent LTV you know that kind of thing or after repair value 
you're in equity. So that's the same thing in the options market when you say I'm in the money. Uh, and out of the money put, let's say it's at 177 and you really think this thing is going to keep going down, the out of the money puts will be low, uh, the, the strike price will be lower than the current price of the stock. So an out of the money put, if this, the underlying stock's trading at 177, the put would be 176 or lower. And that would be an out of the money. And then eat for like, so you have, there's different strike prices. A lot of the times they'll go in dollar increments and sometimes in 50 cent increments. So like 177, the June, uh, the June monthly option, uh, like strike price 177, 176, or it could be 177, 176, 50, 176, 175, 50, 175. And you, and you, would buy that share of, uh, of buy that options contract. Um, it might be that might be thirty two hundred bucks. You know, you just never know. But sometimes it's worth it if you're protecting a, a large position. Okay, that you study up on that. That's the the put side. And the reason I'm going puts, guys, just look at the charts. Look at the charts of the S and P, Nasdaq, the Dow, the Russell. Look at the, um, I want you to take a look at the energy sector, XLE, that, that's the ETF for the, for the energy sector, X, X-Ray Lima Echo, I'm working on that, and just look at the, the trend that goes from left to right, and it's like a cascading waterfall. If you're going long, you got to think long term because it's a, it's a, that's a, an uphill battle in almost every sense of the word. So when you buy the dip, you're buying extended pain, occasional euphoria, because anytime it, it pops up, oh man, I knew it, I knew it. Okay, good, 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 get some more. Boom, exhausted, rolls over, goes lower. Now, the blue chips, the strong ones, they're not gonna go as low. Like I looked at NVIDIA's charts the other day, actually uh, not last night. Their sell-off, it just looks like a just a pullback within a bull a bull trend, and it's not like a a heavy trend reversal. It looks like it's fighting through just a, a an overall market anomaly. Um, now let's let's talk about some potential op, option swing trades or plays for the coming weeks. I'm I'm short, guys. I'm going short. Uh, I'm currently in. Six Flags. I got into Six Flags. The ticker is SIX, the theme park. They have no moat. When I say moat, nothing to protect them from uh, from this con- the contagion of this market. Coming up on the summer, we're coming up on spring break. Six Flags makes a lot of money with foot traffic, uh, large crowds. They, it's a, a congressional. I mean, it, it's nationwide mandate we can't have you can't congregate they're they're gonna be hit hard Disney shut their their theme parks in California and possibly Florida I'm pretty sure but that's not their only revenue Six Flags is solely dependent upon the foot traffic at their um, theme park so what do you think is gonna happen is you're gonna buy that dip buy the dip let me know because I'm, I'm selling to you if you're buying a dip I'm selling. 
So I got in early. I got into some uh, April. I bought some time too. They were pretty cheap. Options hadn't. They're going to become expensive next week, guys, uh, because news came out after after hours. I think a few credit agencies have flagged them, flagged uh, Six Flags with with credit issues concerns. Um, they out Fitch, I think Fitch. Fitch also uh, flagged Boeing with some credit, uh, just a little red flag. So that's just something, and they sold off after hours. So keep an eye on that, guys. Um, Six Flags, I'm short the airlines. I'm not short Delta because I think Delta is, is when it's time to rebound and the, and the influx of uh, when this virus kind of... Uh, when the when the scare goes away and that people begin flying again, I think Delta will be the leader of that sector again to lead everyone out of that out of the pain. Um, I'm short Southwest. I was a big fan of Southwest, South, but Southwest has an aging fleet, uh, and they I think they they fly solely with the 737 Max eight. That that's their fleet. Boeing 737 Max, or, or yeah, the Max, but I, and they were, they had orders for the Max 8. So the Boeing situation is, is going to kill, is going to hurt Southwest as well as Corona, as well as uh, the aging fleet that they're trying to uh, address. And it's just going to take some time. And, it, and negative news came out after hours for Southwest as well. I'm uh, in probably some April 17th puts uh, in Southwest. I think I'm in maybe the $40 puts. Uh, what else? I'm also in, I was in JetBlue, made a move on that, but Spirit Spirit Airlines, ticker symbol S-A-V-E. A um, lot of weakness there as well. And... The, 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 their options were reasonably priced. The IV, the implied volatility is going to be pretty high in almost everything because the entire market is volatile. When you have the VIX trading at 77, I think it pulled back to 54, but that that's still it's just some amazing highs. So don't over overthink the IV. Now, if it's at 300 or whatever, be careful. But you want to find if you can go with the Delta of anything above 40. The 40 deltas might sound crazy, but a lot of times when the price moves in your direction, that that 40 delta, uh, the pricing, the premium is a good entry price and that delta pops and moves pretty well. It, it, it increases. And so when you look up delta, I want you to study what a delta is, not the ooh, ooh, how you got ooh, ooh, or yeah, skiweed, all that. Yeah, okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> look at that and what you do is for every dollar that the underlying stock moves your delta will move your option price by that percentage so if it's a 40 delta there are other factors but that that's the basis of it it'll move 40 cents because let's say you bought it for a dollar that contract for one dollar which is represented by 100 shares of stock, so the cost will truly be $100. So you just say uh, purchased 
bet one contract for one dollar and the stock goes down okay now we're going puts the stock goes down one dollar it said um you bought the 48 strike for a dollar the stock is at 48 it goes down to 47 your delta is 40 you subtract that 40 well you add 40 cents to your dollar and you your dot your one dollar contract is now worth a dollar 40 and now there are a couple of other factors that are in there uh there's something called time decay also known as theta delta sigma theta the excellence but uh no the theta is time decay and it's big time it, it, it comes kind of uh it moves quick and you want to make sure you pay attention to theta the closer you get to expiration um that's very important guys i'm kind of giving you all that lesson i don't want to get too long long-winded but i'm already it's too late so i'm looking at that we're looking at the airline sectors looking at the cruise industry royal caribbean uh what is the ticker symbol rcl let's look at um carnival cruise lines ccl and then norwegian cruise lines i think that's nwcl i've been in those i got out but just recently with the last few hours heavily negative news on there i think norwegian just shut things down for uh, the foreseeable future and so anyway guys you look at the puts make a decision don't just buy the dip to buy the dip define your your strategy and make it long term and hang in there because uh you got to deal with some more weakness i know president trump made the speech tonight but i think monday Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, trouble.